In 2011, a mother and a daughter went on a luxurious trip to Bali. Heather Mack and her mother Sheila had had a fractured relationship over the past few years, and the police had been called to their residence dozens of times for domestic disputes. Sheila thought the trip would be a way to mend their relationship and make amends. But as it turned out, this trip would be her last. Within days, her body was found in the back of a taxi cab, and an investigation was launched to get to the bottom of it. How did this vacation trip go so wrong? Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back, everybody, to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. Yeah. I know less wine than last time, but sadly... A little, a little less wine, but a little more time because I feel like there, this case has a little more to it than uh, just the traditional uh, wine scamming of of our boy. I mean, it has a lot. I don't even know where to start. It's so heavy. It's so intense that there was apparently two people named after this case. Yeah, this is actually really funny because I, our producer Jorge was like, "Hey, I have some time to like help you with the outline," you know. I can go in there. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, just anything you can find out would be great. So start going in there. I'm doing my research. I was reading this fun article. Well, it's not fun. Reading this really good article from the Chicago Tribune. And I and we were in the office that day. And so I kind of like leaned over to Jorge and was like, hey, did you know that this girl's dad was like a famous jazz composer? And he was like, what? Like her dad was a truck driver or something like that. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And then, and he'd already earlier mentioned something about like, yeah, wow, it's crazy because she was like a fertility doctor. And I was like, what? Like, I know she was pregnant, but but I didn't get fertility doctor anywhere. And it turns out that there are two, count them, two suitcase killers. I mean, read it and weep. I guess we're going to have to unpack the, uh, no pun intended, unpack the other suitcase Killer at a later date because I'm already invested in her, but we are sticking with our our the one that our, our focal point for this for this episode. Yes, yeah, the one who was just released from prison in Indonesia and is now getting rearrested in Chicago. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was uh, someone just posted this in the group, not in the true crime group. Um, thankfully, I did spot it yesterday, but. I mean, obviously, like, she touched down in the U.S. and was immediately, like, hit with some more charges. Yeah, yeah and we'll get into all that. And also, I'm like, how Indonesia prison? I mean, the the vibe that she gave from it uh, le- g- g- left me with a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to do some time to research, like, Indonesian prisons before this. I just didn't have the time. But the Chicago Tribune article that I read mentioned that she had internet and a phone, and I'm and like, like, hmm, doesn't seem so bad, except for the fact that uh, the max penalty for this crime was death by firing squad. So <laughs> I'm like, well, if you avoid the firing squad, then I guess you get internet. I'm not sure that that's a gamble I'd want to take. No, I don't think I ever would. I would just be like, you know what? I'll just I'll, I'll just count. I'll just count stars on the, on like, the wall or something. I'll like just that. commit my. Well, I won't commit crimes, but like if I were, I would just commit it. Well, probably in like Sweden or Switzerland or Ooh, like yeah. 
Finland? What are those places? What, what are the places where, that don't even really know what to do with crime? They're like, wait, right. what you Yeah. <laughs> where their jails are like the ones in Eagleton. Shout yeah. out to Parks and Rec fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. There's, there's really like a lot going on here and a very confusing confession on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. So that's that. But before we get into that, we have some exciting news. We have launched a new finance podcast, not hosted by us, actually hosted by somebody who knows a lot about finance. So check out Money Please presented by public.com and hosted by Berna Anat. Okay, I need because I am the last person that should host anything like that. I need <laughs> yeah. to listen to this. No, literally. I need to get my life in order. <laughs> I have listened to it. It's like really great. There's an episode on budgeting so far. There's okay. one on like all the weird feelings that come up when you think about money and talk about money. Um, there's going to be one on savings. And Ooh. I'm looking forward to the one on debt. Um, I need to, yeah, I need to, yeah, because I, I need to talk to my debt or I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. So, yeah, check out Money Please on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll definitely enjoy it. If you, you know, have a life insurance payout or something coming up, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, you want to figure out how to manage that responsibly. So, give it a listen. I'm excited. <laughs> and so now I guess we will just be getting into this one of many suitcase killers. I also thought this. I want to know if you thought this too. Mm. Um, this also brought up like Luca Magnata memories for me. With the stuff, yes. Yeah, it seems With to the be stuffing popular. and the secret texting and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop, stop, stop putting people in suitcases. I don't yeah. like that at all. Oh God. And then also, I mean, we'll get into it, but like where they ended up the suitcase. Like, why are you traumatize another person into your mess? Oh my God, so true. I'm also like suitcase killer. They weren't killed with the suitcase. I know. I know that's very like pedantic of me, but you know what? Damn it. <laughs> you know, you, you have your thoughts and you're thoughting them. <laughs> and I'm thoughting them, whatever that means. <laughs> but but on to this suitcase killer, one of many, apparently, Heather Mack. She was born in 1995. Just young. Okay. I know. I'm like, wow, we got a millennial killer. And she grew up pretty affluent. She was raised in a $1.5 million mansion in Oak Park which is an affluent suburb of Chicago. She lived there with her mom, Sheila, and her dad, James Mack. James, as I mentioned before, was an acclaimed jazz and classical music composer. And he was also a teacher and taught some of the founding members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hey. That's all. Like, that is so cool. That is pretty baller. And many of his other students went on to have successful music careers. So, again, very cool. So, in Tragedy kind of like hit this family really early on and also hit Heather early on um, in life. In 2001, when she was six, the family went on a Mediterranean cruise trip on the Royal Caribbean. I got I got too confused with Pirates of the Caribbean for a second. (laughs) The Royal Caribbean. And you guys know how we feel about cruises. No. Yeah, it's an immediate no. What's that TikTok sound? Immediate no. No, no. Immediate no. (laughs) Yeah, that that so um while on the ship apparently james hurt his foot somehow and the ship's doctor didn't really do anything about it so it ended up resulting in partial paralysis which that's so terrifying so awful and um basically he sued the the crews and the process took literal years but i think eventually they got a big payout from mm-hmm. it 
Um, But while they were waiting for that case to get settled, they went on another family vacation to Greece in 2006, which was which ended really tragically. James ended up passing away of a pulmonary embolism on that trip. But here's the really, really weird part. Like, you know, I understand the sunk cost fallacy and I also understand. (laughs) Okay, budget, please. Yeah. I also understand wanting to like get away from it all when tragedy strikes, but not like right after. Yeah. Right. Um, because he passed away on this trip. So Heather and her mom, Sheila, are still, you know, in Greece and they didn't leave. That is I, I have never. I don't think I've even heard of that in like the news. Like I have no anecdotal moments of people doing that, but I'm like, usually that I would say that signifies a trip being done. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, The Post had this quote. I mean, you know, take it with your traditional New York Post grain of salt. (laughs) Um, But it says Sheila left her husband's corpse in an Athenian morgue while she cruised off to the island of Santorini with a traumatized 10-year-old Heather in tow, which is a big-ass yikes from me. Yeah. So odd. Definitely... I don't know. I, I try not to judge people in grief. That seems a little bit cold behavior. And it's uh, like I, I would just because you, you think too from the mom's POV, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like my daughter just watched her dad die on in this weird right. area where it, like isn't her home and it's like not comfortable. Like maybe we should do something. Like I, I don't know how you just go on to like have halloumi after that you know what i mean like, <laughs> i don't know i don't really know no how that... seriously and then it's also like well aren't there just like arrangements that need to be That's, made like and also i'm assuming most of their family would be or like at least close friends and stuff like that would be in chicago where they would want to have a wake funeral something like that yeah yeah i mean i don't know i i know that like non-jewish people don't don't rush to have funerals in the same way that that we do, but this still seems you, you, you a little fast. dramatic. Yeah, yeah. You wake up to host do. awake. Yeah, no, we bury people within like two days. I feel like that's that uh, <laughs> that's what that's how it goes. <laughs> Your dad, cool in the ground. Boom. It's our fun religious education portion <laughs> of the show. So, as she became a teenager, Heather had a relationship that uh, the Chicago Tribune described as volatile with her mother, according to the Guardian. The Oak Park police said that they made 86 calls to the Mac home between January 2004 and June 2013 for a combination of domestic violence, theft, missing persons, and 911 hangups. And all were related to incidents between Sheila and Heather. Mm. And Heather ended up dropping out of high school two years early. So, again, like volatile relationship. And let's circle back to that royal caribbean lawsuit i got it this time so it was finally settled in 2011 and three hundred forty thousand dollars was awarded to sheila five hundred thousand to james Mack's estate it would have been awarded to him but he passed away so it went to his estate here's the weird part for some reason a judge in cook county ruled that the money would go to sheila instead even though james's will named heather as the beneficiary of his entire estate after his death that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, also, we shouts out to Jorge over here. We're doing some real serial shit. We looked for the transcript <laughs> of the court proceeding, but it doesn't exist according to the county clerk's office. It might just be a thing where we would 
Like, you know, check back in 10 months. We'll do a FOIA request. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have that for you guys. I actually know how to do that now. So Ooh, there we go. Okay, journalism school. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll come back with you in like nine months. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Heather basically alleged that her mother misled the court to get the money. And now, according to the Baltimore Sun, their relationship only got worse from there, which is not really a surprise given all no. this info. So Heather was accused of locking her mother in a closet, stealing thousands of dollars from her, punching and biting her repeatedly, and even one time pushing her to the ground so hard that she broke her arm. Oh, God. That yeah. That's just... That's trauma and uh, teen angst and everything, but, like, not even bottled up. That is just explosion yeah, all wow. over this household. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, obviously, their relationship, I would say, is not good. Like, we were talking about really just kind of on the spritz and sprats. So, they decided to take it. The spritz and the sprats. I've never heard that. That's my new, like, vodka soda line. Spritz and sprats. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. Spritz and sprats. Yeah. It's like instead of a twist, you get a little sprats. Yeah. And then then you throw that in someone's face. (laughs) I mean, there we go. (laughs) So uh, Sheila decided to plan a trip for the two of them to kind of restore their relationship. So this happened in August 2014. She planned this trip to Bali, according to the Chicago Times. And they flew first class. And I'm pretty sure when Eight. I looked up, Turn up. Uh, a ticket <laughs> was 10 grand each. So what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Shit. A, 10 grand each for this first class. And they okay. stayed. And I'm like, oh, God bless. I want that. Yeah. That is... Actually, if I had 10 grand, I would not spend it on a plane. I would. I would That's what I'm saying. I think it's like, you know, 10 grand out of 500 grand is a sizable chunk. Yeah. So I think I would save that money on like stuff. Because I Again, like also, I got to listen to the, the debt podcast to figure <laughs> out what I got to do with my 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so they flew first class and they stayed at the Beachside St. Regis Hotel, which is a very chic hotel in Nusa Dua, Bali. And uh, yeah, if you want to just Google stock it for inspiration and stuff like that, it would be like, uh, I want to I want to go there. Oh, yeah. Is it like the ones with the with the huts in the water? That's what I think of when yes, I think of Bali. It, I think it had some of that energy, yeah. Yes, beautiful. We love it. So Heather's boyfriend at the time, Tommy Schaefer, was not invited, but Heather stole her mother's credit card and booked a flight for him without telling her. So, like, again, this is just a random 12K charge on yeah. the car. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention up top that he lived in Chicago when, and when she lived in Chicago, so they met somewhere over there and and whatever. They were dating. <laughs> That's the background you guys need. <laughs> and I know, uh, I think uh, he was like a very like nice guy. People liked it, but he was a little bit like his friends started to notice things were going on when they started dating too. All right. So after he arrived, Tommy and Sheila got into an argument. And here's the interesting thing. So like got into an argument 
And what I see, because you watched the YouTube video where she talked about, right, Sarah? Yes. So like in this, apparently he, it was, I thought at first he, she just wanted him to come on the trip because, you know, when you're like that age and you're like, I'm bringing my friend, I'm bringing my boyfriend. Yes. More so. I she, wish I, I wish my family like was that oh. type of family, like a white lotus family. Oh God, right. Where you're my- like, yeah, bring your friend on our expensive as fuck vacation, our friend who we've never even met. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, <laughs> hell to the now. Yeah. Uh, so um, so what was alleged is that, uh, and we, we'll get into this more in the trial aspect of this case, that uh, the, like, the, bo- the boyfriend was getting texted to be like, I need help, like kill my mom, uh, or like find someone to kill my mom for 50 grand. I don't even know if this is alleged because like Heather oh, that's says the text were there. in her yeah, YouTube video and we watched it and it's it still exists on the internet, which is also crazy. But um, I just don't know. We'll talk about that video, but like what I don't know about it is if her like frame of mind is reliable at that point. That's my more, because like watching that, I'm just like, is this all, like there's just all... I'm like, are, are you all lies or just all confusion or like what is really going on here? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's very interesting. So like that was the plate of that. And then she uh, said that she would would text text a Tommy like, come in now, come in now. I'm a hide in the bathroom, still texting. And Damn, then t- Gypsy Rose vibes. Truly. And then Tommy and Sheila got into this argument and he bludgeoned her to death at the St. Regis Bali Resort with a heavy fruit bowl. There was even... Um, camera footage of like him with the fruit bowl under his shirt, which um, I, I, I I get where he was going with it, but it just looked very visible. A. Right. It's like and he did try. He did try. And then also be like, there would be the fruit bowl missing from your room inherently. So I, I, don't, I, I guess it's, you're trying to uh, cover some tracks, but not realizing that the dogs are out. It's, it's not, it's, you can't really do anything with that. Yeah. And at this time, like we were saying, Heather was 18 and pregnant. Uh, they said that this was all because Sheila was not happy about Heather being uh, pregnant with Tommy's kid. Uh, Sheila's friends said that she, Heather, she already knew that Heather was pregnant, so it wouldn't really be a shocking... It wasn't like they went to Bali, this shocking reveal came out, and then Sheila lost her mind. Like Sheila was well aware that Heather was pregnant before going on this trip. So that is kind of a suspicious motive for yeah, like, uh, Heather and Tommy. They found, they found emails that basically indicated that Sheila knew that Heather was pregnant. Yeah, like point. Sheila was emailing her friends being like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So it's one of those things where I feel like Sheila probably would have probably had a moment being like, oh, well, my daughter's pregnant. Wasn't expecting that. But now it's just going on a trip, you know, trying to do do their best together but uh yeah so i i did not understand when heather was using that as a first claim but after after sheila was murdered he and heather put her body into a suitcase put the suitcase into a taxi abandoned that taxi and then fled the scene and it wasn't until the taxi driver noticed that blood was leaking out of uh his trunk jesus that he was like i should oh my call god that poor guy that poor this is where I get That's mad. That's horrible. Too. A the traumatization. I mean, also that she killed the mom like that first, but yes. but, but still like <clears throat> that, that, that they is... dragged this innocent cab driver into it. Into it for a lot of reasons because I was like, first, that is just unnecessary trauma that he has now experienced. B he couldn't work for the day or two, and C I feel like you're also putting, and I wonder if this was part of their plan too. Like 
you're making it look like suspicious. Like, did he kill her? You know what I mean? You just instantly have that thought. Yeah, that's not good. So that's how they got the name. So the trial and sentencing. So the trial took place like shortly after. It really was not one of those like whodunit mysteries. No. (laughs) So um, prosecutors basically argued that Heather and Tommy plotted to kill Sheila because she didn't approve of their relationship. Um, Tommy argued that he was acting in self-defense. So they had like two trials, like they were each put on trial separately. Um, Tommy argued that he was acting in self-defense because Sheila tried to strangle him after they argued about Heather's pregnancy. Um, Heather and Tommy both alleged that Sheila wanted Heather to get an abortion and she threatened to harm the unborn child. Um, Tommy also claimed that like Sheila got angry uh, when he went to her hotel room to tell her Heather was pregnant and he said he hit her with that metal fruit bowl only after Sheila called him a racial slur and threatened to harm the baby, as we said, and then began strangling him. But like we mentioned before, emails obtained by the Chicago Tribune showed that Sheila knew Heather was pregnant before they even mm-hmm. left for this trip. So unclear of and like, the motive. Yeah, and a lot of the texts obtained from uh, Tommy and Heather show that this was a little more planned than they are letting yeah, they let on. Yeah, so... Um, prosecutors in Indonesia initially sought 15 years for Heather and 18 for Tommy. They could have sought the maximum penalty, which would have been, like I said before, death by firing squad. This is for like a premeditated murder, I I believe. I guess. Damn, Um, that is, I did not know that still existed as a punishment. Yeah. In 2015, Heather was convicted of killing her mom along, and also Tommy was convicted as well. They were both convicted in Indonesia Heather received 10 years and the judges ruled that she deserved leniency because she had recently given birth in prison to a daughter. Tommy received 18 years and the judges also said he deserved leniency because he showed remorse. And because of Indonesian law, here's the part where I have questions. Um, Heather was allowed to live with her daughter until she turned two. And she was also able to use her trust fund to pay for yeah. legal bills, which I think in the U.S. you can't do. I don't think you can either. But also, according to the Chicago Tribune, she also had access to a phone and internet in prison. And also, with that phone and internet, she would post videos of herself. Like, she always had a drink in hand, like a joint of some sort, and was like kind of having like a well, party moment in I'm kind of wondering, okay, because if she was sentenced in 2015... She lived with her daughter until her daughter was two. That's 2017. And then she served seven years in prison. So I'm like, maybe they just started her sentence. Like, maybe the sentence was kind of, like, delayed for two years. Oh, while she was living with the daughter, you mean? Or, yeah. Because mm. that was my question. Because I tried to look up more about that. Because I... They're not going to... I I don't know. I'm. I, that would be... I That's my... Uh, I'm just stammering. I'm like, I can't no, imagine they'd be like, yeah, let's have this infant live... You know, in prison because that's i i have never heard that being a thing before and i also just don't i can't imagine and also maybe be, probably because it was i know the foster mom that the uh child went to be got close with heather after the arrest and everything so mm-hmm. maybe they were like but like kind of setting her up to like have that uh foster mom in that moment i think the foster mom ended up flying back with them to the yeah. u.s so i, I think know you're, yeah 
Yeah, and the poor aunt, Sheila's, Sheila's sister, who wanted to try to get the baby, got... Oh, yeah. Left at the airport. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So that that's... I mean, pretty much that. She basically... I mean, she recently just got released, like we said, arrested again. Um, and we'll get into that shortly. Oh, yeah. And also on top of that, Heather and Tommy... I guess there, it wasn't meant to be because they broke up in 2016. I'm kind of like, I'm impressed that it took that long. Last, yeah, right. And according to social media posts, which is also kind of a funny moment that you're like, you just infer like when you're like a, a person you stalk on Instagram breaks right. up with their boyfriend. Right. I really didn't have to wait for your uh, <coughs> Facebook status to be, it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, back to this video that me and Sarah have been referencing here and there. It was this 2017 YouTube video. I it was on True Crime Daily, or I want to say it was the uh, YouTube account I f- that I watched it on. I found it. I found it in the Chicago Tribune. Shouts out again. Okay, local. Yo, yeah, we do local out here. Uh, so <laughs> this is this is in this YouTube video. She confessed to the killing. She said that she killed Sheila, and Tommy just helped her cover it up, and she quote unquote entrapped him. So she keeps on trying to say that he's not to be the blame for any of this, despite the fact that he was involved with it. She repeats, quote unquote, the truth sets you free a lot of times in this video, and she just wants to be set free. She does not want to live in a lie anymore. This is when, so circling back to the beginning, also in this video, she said that when she was 10, her mother killed her father in Athens, and she knew that she wanted to kill her mother that was what, because uh, I, I watched the video before yep. looking up how her father actually passed, which I'm like, it's a very loaded to say that she, your mom killed him. I understand that he, she didn't grieve maybe in the most uh, traditional way, but that is, I guess, the... Yeah, I mean, she Heather, didn't really offer up a theory in that video, no. right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know that must be super traumatic, but... Mm-hmm. We don't know about that we don't know. claim. Yeah. So this is when, with the text, so she asked Tommy to help her find a hitman for 50K. He said no. And then she said, quote, unquote, I got this whole new savage idea in my head that I wanted to kill her in a hotel room because she had killed my father in a hotel room. I just can't believe that this is, like, on YouTube and the court wasn't like, wait a second, wait a second, let's uh, revisit this this leniency thing. Yeah, because that's Cause what I'm this like. This was after she already was sentenced. Yeah, and I'm like, so this shows the most premeditation of premeditation, and that seriously, she, there's, there's no remorse. No, for the mom. Yeah, no, for there's only remorse bit. that she like lied and alleged. Well, if you believe this claim, and like yeah. supposedly sort of roped her boyfriend into it. Yeah, so she said she began plotting to kill her mom in Bali, and would take Tommy's phone when he was asleep, and have fake text convos to leave a trail. So they would get arrested together. That part did throw me off. I think she just like didn't want to be in jail alone or prison alone. Yeah. Okay. But it's like you guys are a little lonely together because you're separate in jail. Yeah. I, I don't like, know. I know. Right, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. She also said, that, so this is a literal quote, I don't regret killing my mother, but I regret bringing Tommy into it. I regret trapping an innocent person into this. Jeez. And she says, I'm sorry to Tommy Schaefer for trapping you. Sheesh. So. Yeah. And yeah. she she basically said that she killed her mom and essentially blackmailed Tommy into helping her um, t- dispose of the body. And she said in the video that she 
basically was like, I'm going to tell the police that you did this if you don't mm-hmm. help. And I don't know. Here's the thing. Like, Sheila's youngest sister, Debbie, said in 2017 that Heather's claims that Sheila killed James are completely false. And Debbie also said, Heather Mack's stories about her relationship with her mother and the events in Bali have changed so many times it is impossible to discern the truth from deception. However, her accusation about Sheila killing Jim is completely false. Um, You know, whatever. Sheila loved Jim very deeply and was devastated by his death. We were also struck by the utter lack of any remorse from Heather over her mother's murder. Mm. So... I don't know. I'm I'm just like, maybe, I don't know, maybe this confession was made when she was like not in a good mental place and it's not true or it is true and I don't know what to think of that. I don't know. I don't know, but here's what we do know. Um, on Friday, Heather was released from Bali prison and on Wednesday, she... Uh, landed in the U.S. and was arrested upon landing for federal conspiracy and obstruction of justice charges. And a 2017 federal indictment was unsealed once she arrived at O'Hare Airport, mm-hmm. which is kind of some law and order shit. I don't know. Oh, truly. Kind of crazy. It's like they had this indictment. They're waiting on it. The second she lands, they're like, boom. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the indictment accuses Heather of Tommy of trying to kill Sheila, which like, we know. Check YouTube. <laughs> and says that they, quote, corruptly destroyed, mutilated, and concealed objects and attempted to do so with the intent to impair the object's integrity and availability for use in an official proceeding by forcing the body of Sheila A. Von Weiss, not so confident about that one, into a suitcase after she'd been killed and removing the suitcase from the place of the murder and by removing linens and items of clothing worn during the killing. I mean, basically all this is saying is that, like, they got rid of the body, which is a felony. They tried to conceal the evidence, also a felony. felony. Um, so, yeah. They killed and, the person, a felony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the indictment also accuses them of conspiring with Tommy's cousin, Robert Bibbs, who pleaded guilty in 2016 to avi- advising Tommy on how to get away with the murder. Shonda um, Rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't actually there when the murder took place. He was sentenced to nine years in prison. Damn, watch what you text people. This is what I'm nine saying. Nine years well, for a text. I feel message. like we can't say that because we're going to be in trouble because we're always oh, like, that's true. Ha ha. Like we're posting memes like, you know, make sure when you kill someone, you bury their body under endangered plants so it can't be dug up, you know. So <laughs> listen, true. I don't want that coming back to me. No, um, no, 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 no. I do not endorse that. um we had someone in the group not in the true crime group who posted about this and said that they met heather's defense attorney who is allegedly bonkers um (laughs) but her attorney is pissed and is and basically said that heather already did her time um Mm -hmm. he said quote heather has already faced a legitimate trial in indonesia that included evidence that was assisted by the fbi in front of a three-judge panel this was not a kangaroo court in indonesia Heather was 18 at the time of this alleged crime. She's done her time. I don't know. I kind of agree with that. Um, well, it's that weird thing where I'm, yeah, because exactly. I'm like, okay, we've done this every song and dance. Like she was found guilty, all done in here, stuff like that. But I do understand too. It's like if you go something, like if you go home, they can charge you over here. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, I do it's get the that. way of the court. Yeah. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Double jeopardy doesn't apply internationally. <laughs> no, um, yeah. And seven year, I mean, you know, for 
for her mother's family, seven years, I'm sure, is like, is really not just for a premeditated planned out. Yeah. yeah. Um, her attorney is going to file a motion to throw out the charges. That's Heather's attorney. Um, he believes they violate federal law. <clears throat> We're going to see what happens with that. I know. Um, I don't know. This whole situation just seems really sad. <clears throat> it is. And I also was, con- I am sort of confu- like, I'm like, so now, cause what would happen? Just like Heather and her daughter just like live in their life. I feel like it'd be very, I don't know. Interesting. And also I just, get into this is purely my speculation but i just am weirded out with the idea that she had such a thing with like my because my mother did this i'm doing this to her what is it now when she's in the mom role is she gonna be like well my mom did this and now you are me you know what i I don't know i that was my fear i just am worried about this this poor little child oof that's not good yeah pretty wild tough and we'll see what continues to happen. I had never heard about this case before. No, right? I Yeah, I, I didn't hear about it until she was freed. And then I was like, who is this? Okay, what is this? I know. I, I thought it would have, I, I don't know. It, it has all the makings of like what would have been more internationally known. I know. I'm waiting for the, the doc. I'm sure, I'm sure Oxygen is on a nice hour long special for it. Right. <laughs> truly, truly. Something of that sort. And while we wait for that, though, we don't have to wait for the game. Hello. Kind of a tragic case, hey, hey. isn't it? I know. It's always so sad when, like, a child is involved, like a poor baby that I'm just so scared for for the rest of my life. I know. Well, today, to distract us from this tragic case, we're going to play a game called The Perfect Fit. Ooh. So this is how it's going to work. Ominous. It's a little ominous, <laughs> but, you know, we got to embrace it. It's a true crime podcast. So <laughs> we're going to go on a journey across many different things and topics today. I am going to give you two things, two categories mm-hmm. of things, and it will be your job to tell me which one is the bigger number, the larger quantity, the bigger of the two, if that makes sense. Ooh. It's like a pound of lead or a pound of feathers. Exactly. I know that one. Oh. It's kind of like oh, a okay. or that type of thing. Okay. So the first question is number of things you can stuff in a mini fridge versus a checked luggage, a suitcase, if you will. A checked luggage? Yeah. So which one holds more stuff? Exactly. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say luggage. Yeah, I think a checked luggage is way bigger than a mini fridge. You're both correct, but it is incredibly close. Basically, a mini fridge holds 4.5 feet of cubic volume, and a checked luggage is 4.56. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. So I'm checking a mini fridge <laughs> next time. And like, also I'm realizing that shows how much I overstuff that shit when I'm, <laughs> when I'm dying. When you're going to Bali, you got you to gotta bring everything. You, know? you got you to ball out. <laughs> you got to ball out. All right. So from stuffing things to let's go to stuffing people. How Wait. many people can you stuff in Madison Square Garden versus oh. how many people can you stuff in Arthur Ashe Stadium, the home of the U.S. Open? Where is that? And the largest... Oh, in City Field? Yeah, City Field, um, uh, right next to the Mets Stadium. 
uh, in Flushing Meadows. It is the largest oh. tennis stadium in the world. And Madison Square Garden, we all know, is the biggest venue in New York City. Kind of like, I don't know I what largest MSG. tennis stadium means. Yeah, I also think MSG. Because I'm like, how it's the largest tennis stadium, but what is that saying? Like, <laughs> Exactly. And they, they have courtside seats there. That, that's where I yeah. the actual route. Yeah. You are both incorrect. The correct Ooh, answer dang. is indeed Arthur Ashe Stadium. It is, again, pretty close. Uh, Madison Square Garden has a capacity of around 20,000 people, which is a lot. But Arthur Ashe has 23,000 people. Damn, that is close. Um, that is. Also, if you've never been to the U.S. Open at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, it is a blast. Highly recommend it. I want. Everybody went this year. Yeah, I know. I want to go so bad. I went. I was like, ah. Dylan from Betches as well. He went there. Yep. My mom came oh. over from Boston. We hung out at the U.S. What? Open. It was wow. Whatever. Go. What? It's so what? Did you have the the honey deuce? I mean, you gotta have the honey deuce, of course. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ugh, so jealous. It's their signature cocktail. It has. It looks so good. Um, oh, it does look really good. Chambord, raspberry liqueur, and Ooh. some little melon balls that they make look like tennis balls. Oh, <laughs> it's yes. really good. <laughs> All right. So, from stuffing people inside to people outside, which is bigger, the number of people that have climbed to the top of Mount Everest, or the number of people who have gone to space? I'm gonna go with Everest. You don't have to be a millionaire. Oh, that's true. Yeah, at first. You are both correct again. All right. Well done. Ooh. We're on the same wavelength this time. Yeah, you're both nailing it. So Look at that. We are connected. <laughs> this one actually isn't that close to begin with. I thought it would be closer, but there's been about 4,000 people that have actually climbed Mount Everest successfully, which is a lot. And the number of people who have gone to space is about 556. So... It's not that close. I thought there would be more astronauts that have actually made the trip. but Yeah, that's true. Incorrect. It's pricing. It I is pricing. I kind of forgot about that after the space race ended. <laughs> 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 All right. So now we are in space. Which is bigger? The number of stars in the Milky Way, so just our galaxy, or the number of trees on Earth? I'm going to say stars because we pay for paradise and put up a parking lot that i'm also <laughs> agreeing this is bad i feel like we shouldn't be allowed to agree but like but like it would also be my logic well your logic is incorrect this time around what what there what is the stuff so wait are we doing that bad <laughs> yeah there's the number of trees on earth is three trillion so even though that seems like a lot, that is that a lot, and there's only about a hundred billion stars in the Milky Way. So, I think there's two things: number mm. the number of stars. There's way less stars than we think of because there's so much empty space and galaxies, oh. and also there's just so many trees, <laughs> big trees, small trees. Mm. I feel save like the that Lorax quote, lied save to me. that time, that that little <laughs> soundbite for five years. There's Seriously. so many trees. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hope we don't get there. I hope we'll never be able to actually comprehend how many trees there are on Earth. We just have statues of Elon Musk replacing trees, and he's like, no, Oy. water's in them. And I'm like, this is this is not water. Oy. What a guy. All right, so speaking of nature, which is bigger, the number of gallons of water in all the oceans on Earth or hmm. the number of dollar value of 
all currencies on Earth. Okay, this is a real weird apples to oranges. <laughs> is, I, my brain is not derivative. So basically, like the value of the world's economy versus like how many gallons of water in the ocean. That is correct. Okay, I'll go with the ocean. I'll, I'll and I'll, I'll separate for this. I'll go with the world. Sarah is correct. It is the okay. number of gallons. And I'm going to break it, break out this fact at parties. This will be fun. <laughs> So there is about 352 quintillion gallons of water in all the oceans on Earth. And there's only about 1.3 quadrillion dollars of value. Damn, only 1.3 quadrillion. What are we going to do? Yeah, we got to pump those numbers up. (laughs) It is also interesting that money doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It's like a completely made up number. Oh, yeah. Nothing. And also like... Every every place there's like, oh, we're in debt, we're broke, and then like the country doesn't have to pay anything. <laughs> anyway, but I do. <laughs> I gotta pay a student loan. Well, we'll save that. Speaking of water and going back full circle to human mortality, humans Ooh, can't breathe yikes. in water. So does it take longer for a human to drown or for a fish to suffocate out of water? I think a human oh, which takes longer? I think a fish. I feel a fish too because they have the gills that help them a yeah. little bit, right? That is correct. A fish Woo! does survive oh. a little bit longer out of water than a human. Woo. Well, Sarah, you are the winner of today's The Perfect oh, wow. Fit. You have the won the game. game. A close game. All right. Needed a win. Killing it. Yes. Well, that was fun. That was a fun one. I feel I'm smarter. I feel I'm dumb, but smarter. I do feel smarter for that (laughs) one. And if you want to feel dumb, honestly, follow us on Instagram and not know the true crime. Play my daily trivia. It is hard, but honestly, it's because I'm also learning the questions as I go. Like, I don't just know this stuff. I have to go deep into the internet to make up new questions that everybody doesn't already know. So it's fun. I do it almost every day. Give us a follow. And also, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. If you like the trivia, you could give me a follow. I don't do true, tri- true crime trivia. I don't do that on my personal Instagram, but whatever. Sarah Lameem. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. And also, obviously, join the Facebook group, not another true crime group. You know, just throw in a question, throw in an answer, and we'll see you just on Just vibing. Yep. Vibin'. See you there. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.